prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is the Legend of Retro. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Legend of Retro podcast. My name is Xander, and with me today is The Glitch. Cowabunga, dude. Cowabunga, indeed. We are here to talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the NES, the original game yeah. from 1989 that no one in the world has ever beaten. Let me tell you a little bit about it. This was produced by Konami, developed by Konami and released in June of 1989. And it had a radical cover that I had a poster of in my wall growing up. And uh, yeah, no one's ever beaten it. So let's talk about it, shall we? Was it published by Konami? was uh, developed by konami and published by konami in japan but it was published by ultra games in north america and palcom and u.s gold in europe yeah 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 ultra games yeah 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 ultra (laughs) games yep konami yeah yeah uh i guess we should start there like if people don't know about that right yeah So, so like when back in the day nintendo said hey we want to make sure that everything has is good so you publishers who want to make a hundred games a year, you can't do it. You're limited to what was it? Six, five, five titles in a year. Yeah. And so to get around that, they made dummy corporations. So ultra games was <laughs> secretly Konami. Yep. So if you, if you sort of know, it's like, Oh man, these are, these are all kind of similar. And when Konami's kind of got their name on it, so how's how that happen? It's because it's the same freaking company. Yep. <laughs> What are some other? Do you know some others off the top of your um, head? I know that uh, it's Hal. I know they did that. I can't remember which ones. Um, Enix did it, but I always South just remember. Ultra, I just remember Ultra Games being the, mo- the the one that I always knew was Konami. Right. Yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about the first time you played this game. What do you remember your first time um, or an early time? So this is a game that we had grown up. Uh, mm-hmm, me too. I don't remember the first time i played it i would have been super young but i definitely played it throughout the years and uh enough that i could get past the damn level that's enough that, that, right? that's how much i played it and that's where the game ends which is interesting is uh, it? you get the, <laughs> you get the uh <laughs> you get the turtle van and you kind of stroll around and you can get missiles for it it shoots some stuff out but i think that's uh i think it's just like one of those things like welcome you finished the dam which was the end of the game and now just enjoy the end game yeah, but it just, just kind of goes nowhere yeah it's just you got to get high score on the on the driving level and that's it right yep i think that's all wait there's a driving level i thought it was just the map did i not play the end game all the way through you said you got past the dam right yeah yeah the next level you're driving around in the turtle van right i wasn't sure if there was like a specific level you know like you go down in the sewer and then like you were driving the turtle van in the sewer or something. oh no 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 okay cool had yeah. me worried there like there was content that i missed in the end game <laughs> so spoiler there is more than three levels <laughs> i don't believe it i've never seen it i've never watched a speed run for this game i don't know anybody who's finished this game i don't believe it uh it's just so like it's just like wyoming have I you ever have been to wyoming for sure beat this game listen glitch have you ever been to wyoming uh i have not do you know anybody from wyoming it doesn't exist does it no it doesn't that's Garfield logic. So I've, I don't know anybody who's beat this game. I know people who've lied about it, like the glitch, just trying to look cool. <laughs> Here, remember that other old Konami game that I said I beat that nobody else in Legend Retro Crew beat? 
Is that Castlevania? So now he's trying to show. Yeah, he's trying to. You're just trying to show me up. It's cool. That's Whatever. All right. All right. You can lie about it if you want it's, to. It, I, I haven't beat any other Konami games. So yeah. So not I mean, Contra or anything like that. No, mm-mm. Contra's mm. a made-up game. Never beat it. It, <laughs> it doesn't exist. No one's ever beat it with only three lives. Well, let's talk about the plot of the Ninja Turtles. Um, Leonardo, Raphael, Michelangelo, and Donatello are on a mission to retrieve the life transformer gun from Shredder, a device that could restore their sensei Splinter back to his human form. The turtle's first objective is to rescue reporter friend April O'Neil, who's being held captive by Bebop and Rocksteady somewhere in the city. After rescuing April, the turtles swim underwater to disarm a series of bombs set to destroy a dam, rescue Splinter from the Mecha Turtle, destroy a giant Mauser, and find the Technodrome and eventually defeat Shredder. What? Wikipedia. Why are you doing this to me? Uh, I changed it before we started the recording. Sorry. That's not, ew, yeah, that's man. what happened. That sounds cool. Like, it should be a thing. <laughs> How long are we doing this bit for? <laughs> <laughs> Until you decide to tell us the truth, Glitch. <laughs> uh... Yeah, so it has all four turtles, but it's it's useless to have uh, Michelangelo and Raphael. They're pretty much pointless in this game. That's true. I mean, Leonardo's still not as good. It'd be better with four Donatellas, and I know that you would right. agree with me on that. Yeah, I mean, that's how all Ninja Turtles games would be better, is with four, Ninja, four Donatellas. <laughs> but it's it's seriously ridiculous how useless Michelangelo and Raphael are compared to Donatello and, in a way, Leonardo. Yeah, it's like putting yourself on hard mode playing as those characters. Pretty much. Because they have the, they have no range with their weapon. No, they don't. You have to you have to have uh, have some guts to run up to these enemies and try to fight them as Michelangelo or Raphael. Like Raphael, I think is worse than Michelangelo. You might be right. Uh, and what even makes it more ridiculous is the fact that Donatello's weapon does more damage than any of the mm-hmm. other three. Yep, that's why he's the best turtle. He I mean, is. amongst other things. I mean, um, if we were to take a poll of everybody here, who the best turtle is? donatello right it's two out of two donatello yep that's a hundred percent we can say it with 100 percent certainty that donatello is, is the, the best. best ninja turtle anyway I, let me stop sidetracking let's talk about this game yeah so it. uh this was the this was the first uh game to feature the turtles this was actually mm-hmm. in japan the first content they received about the ninja turtles uh, and they didn't even name the game Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They named it Fierce Turtles. Geki Kame Ninja Den. Ninja Legend Legends. of the Radical Ninja Turtles. Loosely translates, of course. Yes. But, or Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, I think. is. <laughs> but what's crazy is in PAL region, it was bundled with the NES. Nice. It was named the Mutant Machine. And it was so popular that it increased console uh, console sales by two thousand percent for the NES. Wow, that's great. Yeah, I mean Ninja Turtles are are awesome. <laughs> so that would have been oh man, if I could have got a bundled NES with this game, that would have been sweet. Yeah, <laughs> the Mutant Machine. That just sounds so ba. <laughs> So this was released for the NES and was eventually ported to the Amiga, the Amstrad CPC, Atari ST, Commodore 64, DOS, MSX, ZX Spectrum, well, and PlayChoice 10. Did you say DOS? Yes, I did. Yes. And you know it was released on the DOS because you told me to pick a retro relapse for this episode. And I found one. I was like, yeah, let's play this. And you're like, oh, hey, by the way, I know you said this. But there's a DOS version of Look, Ninja Turtles. And I said, no, thank you. I just want to give the people <laughs> what they want. They want us to play really crappy games. 
Well, and... you'll have to wait and find out what we played later on in this episode. Spoilers, this... it wasn't DOS Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I just want to play more DOS games. That's the problem. <laughs> well, then you tell you you put in your your proper submissions to the High Council <laughs> about doing a DOS episode, okay? <laughs> we'll do it for the next community play. I'll get everyone the DOS rounds. No one will do it. <laughs> it's free to play everyone will play it's so easy right so the ninja turtles game let me tell you about it (laughs) so you start off as leonardo but you can press the start menu the pause menu at any time and switch the turtle to the the vastly superior donatello and you uh go through there's an overworld map where you have to watch out for foot soldiers that you can kill in one hit there are sometimes uh vehicles or something that can run you over um and then you go down in the sewers Yes, freaking steamrollers. Steam steam and the, the funny thing is, I remember like playing as a kid, not knowing like, oh, hey, I'm going to go fight this like giant machine. And it just runs you over and hey, you're dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> and your turtle just like shrinks and you're like, and then he probably was like, you got to find somebody else. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> uh, so anyway, you go into the sewers and you fight uh, Mausers sometimes uh, and then other times it's like bugs and it's kind of a weird like i've i would have never not been surprised had i in my research found out that this game wasn't originally a ninja turtles game but adapted from something else uh but that's because i grew up on the cartoon the 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 1980s ninja turtles cartoon i didn't read the comics when i was younger um and so i had no frame of reference for what some of these characters were i was just looking for characters i knew i was like hey is that jumping guy is that the rat king it kind of looks like the rat king is that the rat king and i don't think it was it was just some random generic ultra games enemy um but you did have some staples in there like we mentioned bebop rocksteady shredder supposedly mausers <laughs> stuff that 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 was that was uh into the comic books and even the cover of the game was uh taken from michael dooney's cover art for the second printing of ninja turtles number four where it has uh all four of them standing together all wearing red instead of uh their colors as they would later be known or even featured in the game that was so confusing to me as a kid i remember i would stare at the cartridge and be like why why is Raphael holding all their their weapons (laughs) yeah it made no sense um but uh this game is infamous for having the the damn level that people just hated well grown up yeah that damn level the damn level Yeah, uh, I I like it was hard. Don't get me wrong, but I was able to finish it as a kid. Um, it was everything that came afterwards. The game felt like it just went on really long and I just never finished it. So there are some folks who just claim that they weren't able to get past the, the damn level. And I was like, well, it's it's and again, this is just me being a kid playing this game a lot. Like, it, it's not that bad, guys. Like, you can do it. It took me a while to figure it out, but now even as i go back to it i don't have that hard of a time and i think it's just that muscle memory of playing as a kid well especially with the fact that you can swap between the turtles so i mean if you're taking too much damage you just gotta know Mm -hmm. oh yeah he's low on health swap to someone else i think the problem is we didn't really have that reaction time growing up as much so it's it's oh no they died and then you gotta restart oh yeah you're even in worse shape because there's eight bombs you gotta disarm yeah, so you play the the whole first the whole first area is Donatello, and then you switch to Michael or Raphael, and then when he takes too much damage, you go to Michelangelo, and when he takes too much damage, you go to Leonardo, and then <laughs> you eventually end up on Donatello, and you get out of the place, and hopefully everyone's still alive. Yep. Uh, but when the tu- when they do die, the turtles, uh, 
they they like shrink on the screen, but then they get captured. And, yeah, so they don't actually uh, die. Yeah, they get captured, and there's a level later on where you can find them. And I don't remember if it's you might be a little more familiar. Can you eventually get all of them back, or is it just one that you can get back? Um, so it's like certain areas that will have them. So if you go to the yeah. area, you can you can save one of them. It's not like you can go back into that room and save them again. You know, save another yeah. and another. But uh, yeah, they're just like tied and bound. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember like there's there's a specific sewer you go down in the airport that had them, but I I don't remember all the locations. Yeah, I remember. Um, you eventually got like a grappling hook, and you had to go across the top of buildings, and there was a, there was a spot up there where you could get one. Mm-hmm. But I so very rarely made it to the to the grappling hook area that I don't even remember that very well. So, but uh, it definitely gets harder as you go through um, oh for sure and that's why it, it's never been beaten <laughs> there is uh i remember one of the first times i ever got to the technodrome there's this hallway that just like keeps getting smaller and smaller and there's these there's these enemies that are on like jetpacks and they shoot lasers at you and i remember i think like i was doing so good everyone had like good health i had all four characters and i would make it down this hallway and as like they would shoot me because they take like so much damage. I kept, I went through all four of my characters and didn't make it through the, the tunnel. Yikes. But apparently there's like a, there was a pattern you were supposed to do. You kind of like got to duke them a little bit and you don't get hit. Oh, gotcha. And also there's a bunch of sub weapons, which we didn't talk about. So you get like these, uh, these throwing weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you there's get, like a uh, stars. Is it a boomerang is one of them stars boomerang. And there's a thing called the scroll which is the mm-hmm. most powerful weapon in the game. I don't think I've, I don't remember the scroll. It's been a long time since I played. It's almost like a sonic boom. Like he just like, oh. like throws it. And then it just like takes out everyone on the screen. I have to boot this game up again sometime and, and, and see if I can make it to the supposed ending. <laughs> uh, but you do eventually uh, you get to shredder. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I will say, so I beat this, not on the original cartridge. I beat it on a ROM in college. Ah, so between save states between between courses, I would sit at uh, the lab in the computer lab and just play all these ROMs that I had of NES games. And uh, I got to that hallway and I, yeah, I did the save state. Were you uh, if you were playing at, at the lab in college, did you have a controller or were you keyboard and keyboard and mouse <laughs> keyboard and wow. mouse, baby? nice so you made it extra hard on yourself um and so yeah i would just like do a save state when those enemies would come on the screen and then like move a little bit more forward and if they appear do a save state and just do it that way (laughs) so i didn't run into any of them but i will say the most disappointing thing about this game is the fact that shredder is ridiculously easy yeah if you just time your attacks he just stays in like a stunned movement it's just huh. like hit him and he has like such a big knockback that by the time his his iframes, his invincibility frames go away, you can hit him again. And it's just that over and over until he's dead. Hmm. I was so disappointed. I was like, all right, I'm ready for this epic shredder fight. Let's do this. And he just stood there and I hit him over and over. So is would you say that fighting Rocksteady is is harder? Which is the one where you can stand Rocksteady? At- yeah, Rocksteady is one where you can stand on top of the boxes and just like aim down with Donatello's weapon no, and he a, jumps into it. That is way easier because, yeah, you're just <laughs> uh, it's a second fight. Yeah, I can remember if that was Bebop or Rocksteady. Bebop is probably the hardest battle in the, in the whole game is the first one. Mm-hmm. 
No, no, you can do that with both of them. So Bebop is the first one you fight. Yeah. At the end of at the end of one of the levels, and you can just like stand up next to April and like punch down. <laughs> oh, see, I don't remember being able to get up on that ledge. Oh no, it's not. Yeah, you can get it's and it's not even yeah, you can get up there. See, I thought April, if you jumped you, up there, you get hit by the other one. I might be wrong, and there might have been, been a way to do it, but I don't ever remember. Yeah, being you can able to. you can get up there and just stay slightly out of the range and, okay. and take Bebop out that way too. That's what I used to always do. But there's one that's in the warehouse where you can just stand up yeah, on the, the warehouse, boxes. you're on the boxes, and yeah, it's a much more obvious so thing. Easy. So yeah. cheap, but that's also another reason why Donatello was the best one. That's correct. Um and uh, then, yeah, I so go yeah, go, uh, I was going to say there's an ending to this game. Uh, you know, whether you believe it or not, uh, <laughs> Splinter turns into a human. That's so weird. <laughs> because what in the movies, he's a rat that was exposed to the ooze. Mm -hmm. And so he was a yeah, rat in the that first became a man in, in the in those in the original live action movies. He was a rat who was last touched by his master, I guess, and uh, sort of took on human characteristics. I don't know. The, the whole thing of the ooze was always really confusing if you follow those movies, because why didn't the turtles turn into half rat, half turtles? Um, <laughs> well, they were turtles that touched the ooze, so they became mutant turtles. And he was a he's a mutant rat. He was a rat that right. touched the ooze. All right. Because supposedly the 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 child is the last one to touch. Them. Yeah, I will say I know, that's I do, weird. I, since you brought up the movie, I do love there's a scene in the first one. I think it's the first one uh, where it shows splinter like doing karate moves as a as a small rat mm -hmm. it's just one of the best things ever yep and in like a bird cage as he watches his master hamato <laughs> yeah, yeah, yoshi yeah. i can't remember if that's the first or the second one but that's so that's good. the first one okay okay yep uh, i think they dive into the uh i think they dive into these the, the the origin a little bit when splinter meets kino in the second movie but the the whole like animatronic animals while they do that stuff was that was definitely in the first one. OK. okay. And if you want to know more about the first Ninja Turtles movie, you can always jump over to Last Action Podcast on the GameZilla Media Network, where Chops and I jumped in with those guys and talked about that. It was our first crossover episode or one of our crossover episodes, I should say, where we talked about Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game, and then went over to Last Action Podcast and talked about uh, the original Ninja Turtles movie, which is still one of my favorite movies of all time. It's, it's such so a good, good movie. Yeah um but yeah so splinter is a human in this story apparently he says like yeah, yeah. i can i can finally turn in my human form he just trans just <laughs> transitions into a human yeah this uh this game is interesting because it came out at a time when the the cartoon was still kind of taking off if i'm not mistaken that cartoon was released in 88 or 89 uh and i didn't want to look it up because i'm dumb um, uh, I th yeah, uh, 87 I, I think it started in like the this was like during the second season or something like that yeah so it was it was 87 when when the Ninja Turtles okay. animated series came out so they had some things to pull from but it looks like they kind of focused more on the comics um, yeah, and then the arcade from, came out not the NES arcade but the actual arcade game that came out like just a few months after this game came out too mm -hmm. yeah the aesthetic for the for the later Turtles games were more like the cartoon so I always gravitated to them more but I always liked playing this because it was i was a kid and it was ninja turtles so why not and then mm -hmm. just the the classic gameplay and then the music is what always brought me back to this game yeah our we'll, generation we'll talk about the music in a minute our generation <laughs> ate up the ninja turtles like crazy it was like one yep. of the greatest cartoons it was the best animated series it was just it was so good look i will forever be obese because of my love for pizza because of the ninja turtles i can't help it Pizza's my weakness man it's so good it's one of the it best is uh so the game sold really well 
Mm -hmm. Uh, It ended up selling 4 million copies. It was the 11th best-selling game on the NES, which honestly, I I wouldn't have thought that. I mean, you can't deny the power of the Ninja Turtles back then, man. <laughs> Not only is it the best-selling Konami game on the NES, it's the best-selling non-Nintendo R&D game on the NES. Wow. Because they hold the top 10 spots. So that's it. actually a huge feat for it to be the best-selling non-Nintendo R&D game. What's really interesting is when it was re-released on the Virtual Console or the Wii Virtual Console, it got largely negative reviews. Uh, GameSpot gave it a 2.7 out of 10. Ooh, wow. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's a it's probably just a mix of like scarcity. Uh, you know, there, there wasn't a lot of Ninja Turtle stuff. You didn't have the, the second game yet. So people were like, Ninja Turtle, my kid loves that. I'll buy them this video game and, you know. What's uh, that's the power of marketing in those early in the in the eighties and the nineties, you know? It was the perfect time for it. I mean, it, it mm-hmm. was so huge. It was just the like it all lined up perfectly, and that's probably why it sold so good. Yeah. Um, like you mentioned, it has a DOS version. Oh, which yeah. I played you, a little bit. I refuse to. Spoilers uh, for retro relapse. <laughs> it is actually impossible to complete because there is a jump in one of the sewers that you cannot jump. You can't make the jump. Wow. It's literally broken. There are patches to fix it, but the original game itself is impossible to beat. When did the are those patches something that came out in the internet age once people are like, yep. we can fix this? Yeah. Wow. Can you imagine getting the DOS version and you just straight up can't do it? <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is too, it's it's after the dam stage. It's the 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 level right after that. Oh man. So um, side note with uh with um just old licensed video games and and jumps you're not able to complete uh i always think of the bart versus the space aliens nes game and there's space a ledge mutants. or space mutants sorry uh there's a ledge like on the school that i when i rented it i couldn't i couldn't get up there for the life of me and this is just a dumb side tangent it has nothing to do with ninja turtles but <laughs> i told my i remember telling my mom like mom i can't get up here i need i need help and she came in she's like well let me see what i can do my mom didn't know anything about video games the most advanced video game she ever played was monopoly on the super nintendo um but she's like trying to get up on the uh on the ledge and as she's hitting the jump button she's throwing her arms up with the controller like it's some <laughs> kind of motion control thing That's uh, she tried <laughs> i remember my dad because i mean we're on tangents uh he only ever picked up an nes controller uh, to play punch out and he lost to glass joe so he may oh, have given man. him his only win <laughs> he's the one he's the one who did it <laughs> he's the, yep uh wow. and then uh i'll i'll do this with you uh you know it's just the two of us so you're gonna win this automatically but game value now mm-hmm. uh, i looked up the price of what this game is based on the last four months what do you think a loose cartridge of this game is currently selling for um I'll be surprised if it's over fifteen dollars. I'll say, I'll say fourteen. Eight dollars. Ah, yeah. I mean, you got to assume with four million copies in the loop. Yeah. Maybe not to, I mean, yeah. It's so there's that many copies out. I'm sure a lot of people just offloaded it eventually, and then people who had it or had played it, like, yeah, it's Ninja Turtles, but it's not Ninja Turtles two, so I don't care. <laughs> 
because this is just one player that's something we didn't really talk about the fact that this is just a one player game yeah all the other turtles games after this have always been multiplayer Mm -hmm. yeah this game definitely would not have sold so well if if the competition was ninja turtles 2 like if you had the choice between the two this would have been largely forgotten Mm mm-hmm but if it weren't for that uh, that initial boost of all of us buying it because we wanted something Ninja Turtles, we wouldn't ha- we wouldn't have the uh, the soundtrack. But before we jump in the soundtrack, do you have anything on speed runs or glitches? Yeah, I got a bunch of glitches because this game is extremely broken. But I'll go <laughs> I'll go through a couple of my favorites. Uh, when you face Mauser, you can actually pause while his mouth is open, which is is uh, when he takes damage. Mm-hmm. And when you unpause, his mouth will be closed, but the hitbox will still be active. So you can just have fun and hit him in his mouth and it will just take damage no matter what. So are there any hard bosses in this game? Yeah, we talked about it. Bebop or whoever the first one was. The Technodrome is actually kind of hard when you fight that. Or not the tech. What's the... Yeah, yeah, the Technodrome. That one's uh, kind of difficult because it's got like sparks and electricity. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a sub weapon damage trick where if you you would have to press select, I believe it was select or start to sel- to to pick your sub weapon. Select, and, I believe. Yeah. And like I said, the scroll is actually the most powerful game, powerful weapon in the game. So what you could do is uh, you could swing your weapon, press select. And when it con- made contact with the enemy, it would do the damage of the sub weapon and not use up any of its ammo. Because hmm. the sub weapons had like twenty, you could throw like twenty of the boomerangs, yeah, twenty of the scrolls. It wouldn't use up its its ammo, but it would do that damage. So that's what hmm. the speedrunners do is they'll they'll do that trick. And then the other trick they use is the screen wrapping trick, which uh, if you get on a ladder uh, and you go up to the next screen and then you you like kind of nudge down, press up let go your character will drop to the floor below but if you hold up again at the right frame he'll be like walking at the top and then if you jump you now get wrapped and you just continue wrapping the screen until either a you soft lock the game b you get into a jumbled mess or if you time it on the right scroll you advance further into the level so there are some levels where they literally do that go all the way to the end like in the technodrome and fight shredder Um, with speedrunning, it is an any percent held by uh, Skunky48. He has a time of 16 minutes and 41 seconds. But since no one's ever beat this game, that was obviously proven wrong. Right. Yep. Are there any other categories or is it just any percent? I believe it's just an any percent. Actually, yeah. I didn't even think to look and see, or maybe well, I just I can't. Didn't I can't imagine what else there would be. Right. Because like, you just. I mean, there might be to. a glitchless. That would be the only category. Oh, yeah um so i'm gonna pull that up real quick there is a any percent noob i don't know what that is but there is a glitchless category okay yep hmm. fair enough any percent noob what is that let's find out let's do oh, it right no now out of bounds that's oh. what noob stands for that was very noob of me to not know that right what a what a no out of bounds you are <laughs> Well, is there anything else you want to touch on before we jump into the soundtrack? Because I'm itching to listen to this music, man. Dude, the soundtrack is so good. Let's just get into it. All right. So I suppose we should listen to a word from uh, one of our partners first, though, huh? It's always, always something holding us back. Always something holding us back. Imagine being stuck in a room for days, far from your friends and family while feeling sick and scared. 
Now, imagine being in that same room but having access to online gaming, virtual reality, 3D printing, Lego robotics, and the ability to create your own Twitch channel. At CS Mott Children's Hospital, we use video game technology to improve our patients' lives and help them reach their therapeutic goals. But we can't do it without your help. Every device and interaction provided to our patients is paid for by the thoughtful donations of gamers like you. If you want to help, then go to tiltify.com slash mottchildren. That's T-I-L-T-I-F-Y dot com slash M-O-T-T children. There, you can make a one-time donation or, if you're a content creator, learn how to stream for Mott. So if you want to help other gamers like you, please visit tiltify.com slash mottchildren and play for the little victors. So the NES version's uh, soundtrack was composed by Yoon Funahashi. There was also the DOS version, which was composed by Chris Hat, uh, Hatley-Leland. There's That's a weird... The I's and the L's next together messing me up. And Tony Williams for the uh, Commodore 64. But we're not going to worry about those because we're talking about that sweet, sweet NES music. Oh, yeah. Was the do- Actually, well, let me back up. Was the <laughs> DOS soundtrack any good? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Just uh, just hurt you much, hurt you that I much remember, that you're just no, so it, it was you're the same, blocking it, the trauma. It was the same tracks. Like it was the same songs, but it just was DOS like that. Oh, okay. So the answer is no. <laughs> I don't know if that explains it to you. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna jump back into uh, the NES opening or the opening NES. We're just opening theme bracket. It wasn't even necessarily just NES, but uh, that bracket where this song was robbed. We'll listen to the opening to this game. Let's take a listen. song might realistically be why i love heavy metal like this is such a I, I i can't believe i've never thought to look for a metal c- cover of this song but i imagine it's awesome yeah i've heard guitar covers of this song and it is it is a fantastic track uh did you say it was the opening theme bracket uh, i did and then i found out that i was wrong and it was the nes music bracket it was and did you see uh, what it lost to it did it lost to the song that went all the way to the finals it lost to uh castlevania's 2's bloody tears which went all the way to the finals and then lost to to obviously mega man 2 wily castle one so i mean if it's gonna get beat by something it may as well be second place which i think technically makes this the third place song right but it definitely no, would have went doesn't. further if it was on the opposite side of the bracket i think for it sure made it, made it to the final four at least yeah probably and but, honestly, uh, I, I feel like I might have voted against Castlevania for this track. I mean, I wouldn't up. blame you. Oh, it's so I good. Think, yeah. I don't remember who whose pick Bloody Tears was that time. 
Maybe it was mine. I don't know. No, it sounds that's a, that's probably a chat. Anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, let's get to the next song. So we're this is this one we're actually going to cut into uh, three different tracks because we really couldn't decide which boss battle we liked the best, and then we also couldn't hear the boss battles or the mini boss battle without hearing the clear music. So we're going to listen to all three of those: mini boss battle, mini boss clear, and boss battle all in a row. So let's give those a listen real quick. They're simple loops, but they're all so good. Yeah, I, I'm glad that we played all three of those tracks because it, it is hard not to pick the mini boss fight, which is just like always like a really random spot in the stage. And there's like an enemy who you've beaten a million times. It's like, oh, no, you get this mini boss. You got to fight. And it's like, OK, two hits and he's dead. Sure. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Although I will be honest, that I can't hear that uh, the mini boss clear without it going back into the level music. So as mm-hmm. I as I will sometimes just like hum along with the music because I'll I'll do that. Go right back in this entire. I won't say the entire soundtrack because there's the made up songs at the end that I'm not as familiar with. But the first half of this game, the real the real actual game is it's all like ingrained in my memory and stuff that I'll just find myself idly humming along with. Um, which will go into our next track, which is areas one, one dash two, two dash two, three dash one, and a whole bunch of other levels. Let's take a listen to this one. Thank you. 
stop any of this stuff, man. This is awesome. <laughs> Can we just retroactively make this whole episode just playing the soundtrack? Like, surprise rhythm of retro Ninja Turtles, Wait, the first so, half of the soundtrack? So here's the thing. The whole soundtrack right here is only 18 minutes long. I think we could get away with just playing the whole thing. <laughs> maybe, that'll, maybe that'll be the bonus content after the episode. It's just the entire soundtrack. <laughs> Uh, the last song we have is the uh, the underwater, the dam level area two dash one. Let's uh, let's give some people some nightmares real Oof. quick. to say it doesn't sound quite the same without the the health going down in that last track i almost thought it, it sounds so weird not to hear the damaging of the enemies or you taking hits like yeah, it's just, that, I, like in my head was just playing those sound effects that electric seaweed kind of sound yeah now i know we we generally do about four songs but there's one more one more track that needs to be played and it's only nine seconds it's the song that plays at the end of an area so let's listen to that real quick one of the few moments in the game where it actually harkens to the 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 ninja turtles theme that we know (laughs) or that we knew and loved so it's a very satisfying sound because you don't hear it that often yeah it's true but uh i mean like i said we could play the entire soundtrack <laughs> with the exception of the made up levels um it's also good not a bad track in the bunch except for the made up levels <laughs> the fan the fan the fan made levels yeah i gotta change that wikipedia page back when i get done with this recording oh i already did don't worry about oh, okay, it <laughs> any uh, but, uh any parting thoughts on ninja turtles before yeah we, uh... i was gonna say you know a lot of people like to to trash this game but it is a lot of fun and if you want to flex on people go beat that damn level that mm-hmm. damn damn level so and uh you can you can strut your stuff and say i've beaten it i've gone past it mm-hmm. and then if you want to become a liar like the glitch you can just say you beat the entire game <laughs> if you have beat the game i'll stop pretending that there's that there's not an ending to it i've never seen it i've never watched a speed run i'm sure there's more to it but if you have beaten it, jump in the Discord and let me know. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could talk about Ninja Turtles all day, man. I love it. Well, but we gotta we gotta move on. Let's uh we, we got a job to do. Let's jump over to retro relapse. 
Jones in for a classic game? It's time for Retro Relapse on the Legend of Retro Podcast. Retro Relapse. So, you gave me the option to pick a game, which is very generous of you. It doesn't happen that often. And I almost stole it, too, when I wanted us to do the Ninja Turtles DOS. (laughs) And uh, I was looking through. I've got a pretty extensive uh, collection of... uh, of ROMs on my computer and I was just looking through I always like to look through for something like a title that just just catches me and and see if it's a real thing and uh Rap Jam Volume 1 popped up. I was like what could this possibly be? And uh turns out it is a game that was released for the SNES in January 1995 developed by 64WD and published by Motown Games, which I didn't know was a thing. Uh, and it is a basketball game where you can choose from rap and hip hop artists to play basketball, street yeah. ball. Uh, and you can play as uh, Coolio, House of Pain, uh, Everlast Danny Boy and DJ Lethal, LL Cool J, Naughty by Nature, Onyx, Public Enemy, Queen Latifah, Warren G, and Yo-Yo. And the the beginning, the, the song that starts playing, I thought was going to be like a weird SNES version of uh fantastic voyage or something like that because it had it had a similar baseline mm-hmm. and it turns out it was just a generic uh hip-hop song i i mean i didn't think it was it was a bad song and i'd like to hear more of the soundtrack i think but i definitely don't want to play much more of the game what did you think about the gameplay uh it was trash <laughs> uh i don't know if i picked the right setting but it was just a one-on-one match is that's what, what i, I said? did okay i was like did i select the wrong thing like was i supposed to select more people for my team is it supposed to be like nba jam where you have two people or nba street where you have more and well it did it did support the multi-tap okay so you, so could you have... could only play if you had more controllers like it wasn't like right. a computer controlled person right i mean you Other you could, you could add trading, computer facing. players yes it did give you that option oh you did okay so i yeah. must have missed that part yeah um I I just also did one 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 on one. Who did you pick? Well, I, I picked Coolio, of course. Uh, me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and I went up against this this little white kid. Did you? Yeah, go up against I went that up guy? through a little, a little white kid too. Yeah, it must have did been the default him? first player. I did beat him. I, it's funny because I it took me a while to figure out the controls, so I was losing like ten to nothing, and then I ended up coming back and winning like thirty five to sixteen. Like I just shut the kid out. Yeah, it sounds like you and I had a similar experience. As soon as I realized you could smack the kid and nobody yep. cared. <laughs> uh, it was also great when he would take a, a a a long shot and I would just jump up and catch the ball out of the air and then run back to the other side. Oh, I wasn't I could, good enough to do that. I just kept smacking the smack button. I thought it was really disrespectful that this little white kid kept smacking Coolio down and the animation to get back up was so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, he would make it all the way across the, the court and Coolio would finally stand up and walk and get half court by the time he's like dunking on me. And I don't think it's, I missed a three pointer. Like I just had the timing, I guess. Right. And I picked a spot over by the bottom where I knew I would always be behind the line. Yeah. And I and, just uh, drained three. Maybe later time. levels got more uh, or got less predictable. But but the uh, the white kid from the B-ballers. Uh, he would get the ball after you scored and run straight down the middle and you could just run in front of him and smack mm-hmm. him and take the ball and <laughs> go for it. As my as my lead started getting wider, he did get more aggressive. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that happened to you, too. Uh, he was well, more he, aggressive at the beginning when I didn't know what the buttons were. OK, because he would take the ball and like push me away. I don't know if you yeah. if that happened to you. 
He never he never knocked he never took the ball from me. He would always knock me down and then take the ball. Okay. But yeah, I, like I, did, I did love the animation, like I said, of, of jumping up and just like swatting the ball out of the air and grabbing it and running the other way. Yeah. I would uh, like I to like play a little bit. Coolio. Yeah. I do not I do not know who Jojo is, though I can tell you that. Yo yo, I don't know who yo yo is. Yeah, I have no and I'm idea. I'm not familiar who... with with uh and this might ruin my street cred, but I'm not familiar with Onyx. Should I know Onyx? I don't know Onyx either. I don't remember that one as I was going through. Let's see. Oh. They uh they're they're best known for their 1993 platinum hit single Slam. Oh, done done it. Slam. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I guess I didn't <laughs> know that that was them. So, yeah, and then uh Queen Latifah, Public Enemy, I know, Naughty by Nature, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yo-Yo, let's see. So Yo-Yo um is a grammy nominated hip-hop artist actress and entrepreneur she is the uh protege of gangster rapper ice cube what is uh what's their hit we missed the yo-yo she maybe she was a hype man hype woman let's see so she let's see first appeared as a guest on ice cube's 1990 debut studio album america's most wanted on the track it's a man's world cube returned the favor by appearing on you can't play with my yo-yo on her uh 1991 debut album man uh i think we need to uh i think we need to take a deep dive here my friend i think we need to so we took a quick break yeah we did we're a deep back. dive uh we listened to about a minute of uh you can't play with my yo-yo a good 40 seconds was just hype and introduction yeah and <laughs> we got tw- 20 seconds get, of flow and the, it's all about the y-o-y-o yep uh i thought the uh i thought the the track was good i i didn't i didn't really get to hear enough of her of her rapping to know and that, that sounded like the whitest thing. I didn't get to hear enough of her rapping <laughs> <laughs> to know if I could dig it. But I mean, if Ice Cube put his name on it, it can't be all that bad, can it? Have you seen his movies? Are we there yet? Are are we done yet? Are we? <laughs> yeah, I think it's. Are we, I think it's. It's got, it's got a bunch yeah. of sequels. Friday yeah. had a bunch of sequels. <laughs> I mean, I I trust him. I'm, I'm, I'll 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 maybe I'll dive deeper into Yo Yo and see what I think. I'll but I'll report back on the good, Discord. He did a good job in those Jump Street movies. That's all I can say. Fair enough. Yeah, he's good there. Man, Ice Cube's great. That is also one of the whitest things we could have said. He did a great job in those Jump movies. <laughs> we definitely are white middle aged men. <laughs> All right. Uh, so where, where rap are we? jam what, volume. What one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're reading the game. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, okay. Rap jam. Uh I give it a a three. I'll give it a three I, as well. Yeah, I, I think, feel like uh, I could play it more. I, I'd be interested to see what other other ways you can play this game. I'd be I'd be curious to see how uh, a one on one against another player goes. If right. it's just gonna be a lot of smacking down. And well, uh, I wonder if we can both be Coolio. hopefully (laughs) nintendo switch brings it to their snes online and we can do that we can only hope (laughs) (laughs) all right let's jump into our music bracket shall we yes 
So uh, we've got the uh, the last matchup in round two, uh, and it's going to come down between Blizzard Man from Mega Man 6, which was composed by Yuko Takahara, and uh, it's going up against a song from Mega Man 3 that we'll learn more about in just a minute. But for right now, let's listen to Blizzard Man. the first six i mean it's still like i would i would play it over the original mega man but it's got a great soundtrack oh yeah that is one of the blessings of mega man games is that the music is pretty much always good mm-hmm. and that's why we made a full up. bracket of it that's true yep we couldn't deny it any longer uh so blizzard man is going to go up against uh is it uh is it needle man flash man right needle man i think it's needle man needle man composed by Bun Bun uh, and Harumi Fujita and no Bun relation. Bun, of course, Yasuaki Fujita, no relation, like the uh, like the Animaniacs. So let's listen to Needleman. I think it's Needleman. Needleman. Needleman? Yeah, I think so. Needleman.
so good. It's Needle Man. Gotta be Needle Man. It's a tough one though. That's Blizzard Man is is one of the uh, one of the better songs in Mega Man Six. But all of Mega Man Three is just so good. <laughs> uh, the only thing that would make these songs better is if they were featuring Ice Cube. You ain't wrong. Should get on that. Just make some some Ice Cube over these. I gotta find Y O Y O and get her to help me. Help I mean, make it's this it's Yo Yo. She just spelled it out. All the rappers have to spell their names out if it's short. That's I think that's in the rap rule book. Jason Derulo. Is he a rapper? I don't think beat. so. He's not. I, don't think. <laughs> I just love that every song of his is Jason Derulo. There's a uh, our uh, throwback, our local throwback hip hop station, one hundred five point one. The bounce uh, always throws on uh, like these remixes and sometimes it, it's, it annoys the crap out of me because it's like old classic hip hop songs you know but he tries to get them all at the same kind of tempo so sometimes you'll hear a song that's like slightly faster than it normally would be and that that stuff I'm like is this faster am I going crazy and my wife doesn't care she doesn't notice but I hear it and uh, it always I'm just bothered by it but at the beginning of every song or halfway through the song you just hear like these creepy little kids go De Niro <laughs> it's like the guy who's like DJing at that time and so similar to the Jason Derulo thing is I think of De Niro and like this creepy like kids falling asleep kind of voice. <laughs> Super weird. Yeah. This is uh this is an episode full of just weird hip hop tangents. This is and a great uh, episode. This is, it we, is we did we did the turtles justice with this episode, <laughs> I think, Xander. It's, it's true. But uh why don't we talk about how you can vote for these songs that we were just talking about? Not the Jason Derulos and the and the De Niro's, but the uh but the Mega Man. How how can they vote? Tell us about it. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page so you can find us the legend of retro. You can get a vote there with our emoji polls. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter, get a vote there. You can also join our discord. So if you go to gamesillamedia.com, we have a link to our discord. Not only can you vote in there, but you can also do fun things like community plays, which we've been doing for the past few months. Uh, we talk about gaming all, all day long. We have people from all over the world in there. It's a lot of fun. But the last place is if you are a patron member. So if you go to patreon.com slash gamesillmedia for just as little as $1, you can join, get that vote in, as well as other content like our State of the Zilla. But if you're generous enough to give us $5, Xander, tell them what they get for that. You get bonus shows from all the shows on our network. You get stuff like the after credit scene from Last Action Podcast and behind the DM screen from Noobs and Dragons, but most importantly, Game Shark from The Legend of Retro, where we talk about top 100 lists and our own person, personal top 10 lists and extra rhythm of retros, all sorts of whatever we really want to feel like. The state of the Zilla is all about random people talking about what they want. Then Game Shark is us talking about whatever retro topic we want, and it's pretty great. We do want to thank all of our current Patreon members and any you know, other future. You know, if you want to give us some money, we will take that money and <laughs> do good things with it. Every dollar goes back into into making the podcast better, keeping them live and free for everybody. Um, and we do appreciate any any cash you throw our way to help us uh, keeping it free and um, you know keep doing what we love doing, which is talking about video games. Yep, every dollar counts. It stops me from being smelly. It stops Chops from remembering things. It stops Craig from destroying the world. And it keeps me eating pizza. Keeps that pizza going. Uh, your that your pizza Patreon fun. dollars don't actually buy me pizza, but <laughs> if only. I was trying to th- trying to think of something I'm practically I'm very well known for. And I figured eating pizza was it. 
But I think that's going to wrap up this week's episode. Glitch, do you have anything else to talk about? We'll play more rap jams after this. For sure. Rap Jam Volume 2, I hope. We'll find it. We'll make it happen. We will. Come on, y'all. Let's take a ride. Fantastic voyage. Voyage. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Now, is the next line, is it let the boys be boys or make noise be boys? Or is it both? I thought it was let the boys be boys. I've seen on subtitles on Brooklyn Nine-Nine where it says make noise be boys. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Like make be boys, make the noise. B-boys are like your backups when you're when you're going out for uh break dancing. You have your you have your A <laughs> A guys and you have your B-boys. Your B-boys? Man, you yeah. might be right. I don't know, man. We'll lift, we'll It's uh, almost we'll like we're, it's almost like we're super white and we shouldn't know it anyways. <laughs> you're not wrong. Thank you so much for putting up with all of our whiteness and we'll catch you all next time when, when the, the legend, legend continues. continues. identified with Mr. Splinter. The, the very uh, the very wise sayings and slogans that you would tell the younger uh, the younger people. I always I always thought that they was good and he, he he never had weapons. I thought that was cool. He would always he could ve- he could fight very fast with his hands and he was old. He was older than all of them. He was but he was still the best the best fighter and still wise. It's a he's a very good role model for for a way to be, a way to live the like goals. Our, we never had batteries, so whenever you'd hit someone, you'd have to say, laser tag, laser tag. then we'd throw a flower in their face. It meant you got tagged by the laser. laser.